0: always
1: laughing uh hi y'all it is mags and mags and we are north country sunday revival and this is our podcast hour we're here to uh bring some some good deets on the sagittarius new moon uh if you have not heard of us check us out on the social media, the instagram the facebook yes <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. guys.
0: Yeah, that is it. That's all we, where
1: we are. <laughs> Super efficient. <a> fish. <laughs> let's roll into Astro. What do we, we let's got going on?
0: Roll into Astro. Okay guys. So here we go. Here comes uh, Sagittarius new moon tomorrow, November 26, uh, hits you right in the morning. So you'll, you'll roll out of bed and just be like, Oh, this is fabulous. I feel great. Hopefully you say that anyway, but you know, so here we are Sagittarius new moon and new moons are when the sun and the moon are in the same sign at the same degree. So sun and moon are cozying up in Sagittarius at four degrees. Um, Mars is currently in Scorpio. Mercury currently still in its shadow in Scorpio. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Venus moved into Capricorn. Which is all about commitment and making things material, uh, making things of this 3D realm. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll space out on that in a minute, too. <laughs> um, <clears throat> another cool thing we have happening the day after the new moon, Neptune moves direct, which is like oh like it's such relief oh my god and Meg's knows like i have like i have like personal beef with the planet neptune i don't know why, like arch nem arch nemsies like we're not we're not kosher um no i mean i'm sure i've got it fucking all over my chart which is why it's so frustrating for me (laughs) so anyway um neptune moves direct still in pisces but um Neptune moves direct on the 27th, so the day after that new moon. Um, on December 2nd, we have Jupiter moving into Capricorn. So, this current, this last week is our last week of Jupiter in its home sign of Sagittarius. Um, so, it's sort of we're wrapping up this year of Jupiter and Sag. <laughs> Jupiter and Sag. <laughs> um, we're wrapping up this year of just like expansion. Yeah. Just bananas expansion. (laughs) Um, And we'll definitely be talking about that and kind of how we have moved through some of our own personal truths in the last year for fucking sure. Um, And then on December 7th, Mercury emerges from its shadow. Thank fucking God. And then (laughs) December 9th, it moves into Sagittarius. So we'll have like, we're going to have some – some big shifty is happening. Um, but right now this sweet, quiet new moon, um, the new moon is the time of the cycle. It's the most feminine, right? It is the dark. It is the dark phase of the moon, um, which kind of calls us to be quiet, to be reflective, to rest. You may even feel your energy really zapped around this time. And I, I'm totally one of those people. Um, moons hit people differently. Yeah. Um, but I am – I, like, new moons get me uh, to the point where I just want to, like, nap.
1: Yeah, bundle under the blankets. Yeah, get cozy and quiet and just
0: mm-hmm. read books and yeah. be chill. Um, but Sagittarius is, like, kind of the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't say. To say
0: the least. <laughs> right? Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of luck, optimism, expansion, truth seeking. We're talking philosophy. We're talking education. We're talking travel. Sagittarius is always on the fucking move. Mm-hmm. Always on the fucking move. Always adventuring for something. Um, And I can speak to this because I fucking am one and it's tiring. (laughs) I love naps. (laughs) So the whole thing that I, when, when you have like this, this moon that is urging you to rest and reflect, and you have this energy of Sagittarius in both sun and moon urging you to explore, you turn that exploration inward which is such a service to yourself. After this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, you have so much, so much information yeah. about yourself right now that needs sorting, that needs processing. So just like take this time, use this yeah. Sagittarius energy to, um, to turn that quest in inwards, um, nurture the search for your own legitimacy, Mm. your own accuracy. I love that. What feels most certainly you? Because as we move through the rest of Sagittarius season, we have a lot of planets moving into Capricorn. And like I said, like Venus just moved into Cap. It's about commitment. It's about making things material. You are about to make the most truthful part of your insides becomes something external with structure. You're moving to build a version of yourself that you might not have ever met before, but yeah. it's it's more you than you ever knew you could be. I feel that. Does that Yes. yes? Okay. All right. Good. Yes. Good. Um, the other thing about Sagittarius is Mm -hmm. um they can be a little stubborn when it (laughs) no we can be a little fucking stubborn when it comes to authenticity right because because we are always very very dedicated to to truth to our own truth um we can't live anyone else's it literally kills a part of our soul. Yeah. Um, and so this moon is sort of asking you to really um, sift through what you may have brought into your identity as um, part of people pleasing or as part of an internalized ex- expectation of what you need to be for others. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important to just kind of go through this process of like checking how each part of your life. Is it reflective of who I am and who I want to be, what I value? If it's not, it's got to go, you know, it's got to fall away. Um, so the silence of this new moon is this, like this sort of like luscious inward adventure, um, is what, what allows you to build an outer life that reflects the most authentic self. Um, and Sagittarius um, is sort of – is part of the cluster of signs, like Libra through Sag, mm-hmm. is where the Zodiac moves into, re- like, signs that are concerned with relating. Yes. Right? Libra yes. is a sign of relationship. Um, Scorpio is the sign of murdering people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm not a little bit wrong, I'm a little bit right. um. <laughs> Uh, Scorpio is like kind of concerned with like other people's power other people's
1: and definitely their own power oh my god yeah <laughs>
0: um yeah like the, the, the dynamism right that is inherent in human relationships and sort of it, the the complexities Scorpio really looks at um the the dark and the light and how how you just how you become reborn of relationships and that's Beautiful. I love that about Scorpio. Um, Sagittarius represents the sort of individualism that has to be tempered with relation. Yeah. Because you cannot you cannot really um, exist in the world without other other people and, and loving. Relating. Yeah, I mean it's you know no man is an island and all that shit. <laughs> um, so it represents an individualism that seeks to share, to teach. Um, Sagittarius is super connected to knowledge and education um I read somewhere recently it's the graduated fire sign
1: and <laughs> I really like
0: that because I am a Sag <laughs> um, but we're like we're kind of we are we. it starts with Aries right the zodiac yeah. starts with Aries um and and for the next fire sign is Leo and the final fire sign is Sagittarius and so it's sort of this in the order of way, of the way things go like the first aries is very concerned with i am mm-hmm. right and um and leo is like i express yes. i have something to share and um i don't know what sages is are really like at ah, party uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but we the, think there's this i know i know
0: yeah which we really <laughs> think we know a lot <laughs> it's tiring um so We're the last in the zodiac and while we're boisterous and sometimes completely fucking absurd, we are also connected to a real ancient wisdom. Um, And the other part of this, and I want to connect this to this ancient system of knowledge, I want to connect it to chakras, right? So Sagittarius rules the hips and thighs. um, And that area of the body is associated with the root chakra. Mm -hmm. The root chakra contains the wisdom that that our bodies knew, that our bodies have before the intellect came in, right? It is sort of the oldest part of our -hmm. our sensory being. Um, And so use this new moon to sort of connect into your root chakra and that instinct, that impulse that comes from the body and do some work around learning to trust it. Whether that's like some weird, far out free dancing. Yeah. Um, if it's a yoga practice, that's all about opening your hips or a meditation practice. that's really focusing yourself into that root chakra. Really spend time learning to trust and love the wisdom and the knowledge of the body. It is just as fucking valid as the intellect. I love that. Just as valid. Like it's so important. And, um, without that relationship, right. To the body, you live a disembodied life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you miss out on so much. You miss out on, on really the meat, <laughs> no pun intended oh, yeah. of, of the human experience of being here now that connects you to presence. Um, and so that's just like, you know, a little, little thought on what you can do with some of this energy around the new moon when you might be feeling restless Yeah, because that is, it's a, an oppositional energy, right? This moon that asks you, asks you to go in and Sagittarius energy that asks you to go anywhere but in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, you know, bringing yourself back to the body is a really lovely way to groove with all of this. And we have so much, so much crazy astrology coming at us mm-hmm. through the rest of December. Um, oh boy. And so I just can't wait for like a full moon chat because we got some- <laughs> Woo, hot shit, <laughs> hot shit, babies. So from here, we're going to move in into the Oracle chat. Unless, do you have anything you want
1: to add? No, I think that, that you did a really beautiful job explaining all of that. I feel like, I gained a lot from everything that you just said. I put a lot of things in perspective. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm glad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Look at us making sense. <laughs> Hot <dangity>. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So moving into the Oracle portion. Uh, so Alex got this new deck, this new <clears throat> Oracle deck called The Literary Witches. Such a boss deck. We will put a link to that deck in the caption because it's amazing, and we have barely scratched the surface with it. But so, anyways, um, we pulled three cards, and along with okay, so these literary witches include amazing, amazing female authors and and just artists as a whole and badasses as a whole. Uh, include women like Audrey Lord. Mm-hmm. Emily Dickinson, mm. Gertrude Stein, mm. who we just learned about yesterday, mm-hmm. and we're like,
0: oh, what? Yes. <laughs> Joy Harjo. Um, oh my God, we're missing all of them and so many. There's so it's just oh, it's it makes so me rich. Drool. It's a beautiful deck. Go get it.
1: So we pulled three cards, but along with these literary witches, there are also animals and objects that you can that are oracle in there as well. So we had three cards. The first one was the chicken. was <laughs> good. That's good. Thanks. But, yeah. I was, like, a little nervous. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to do it. And we did it. And you did it. We landed Thanks. it. So proud, babe. Thanks. <laughs> um, the second card was Audrey Lord. Mm-hmm. The third card was House. So we're going to break this down. The chicken in this deck is representative of... The ancient past, lore, and our favorite, the cackling. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that was good. You're hailing <laughs> me. All these little noises. We don't have sound effects. We make our Yep. At that stage in the game.
1: Uh-huh. Um, yes. So... So that is what the the chicken was representative of, and I'm going to string these together. But first, I'm going to tell you individually what they're standing for. Audrey Lord um, was the card for justice, and house was the card of stability, but also stagnation and family. So then, the what I gathered from this was basically our actions carry consequences and the justice card which is audrey lord audrey lord's card in this particular scenario in tarot it lets us know that we have a decision to make mm. and when we look back to examine our behavior and our choices and how our behavior and our choices have brought us to where we are currently we get a chance to create justice moving into the future because we can pull out themes and we can pull out patterns and ways in which maybe we've betrayed ourselves. Right? Love. Um, We can begin to identify the spaces in our life that feel rich and satisfying, but we can also begin to identify the spaces that might feel a little dull or uninspired. Or just completely freaking neglected. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes, sometimes all we need to spark inspiration and bring us out of that dullness is simply having a shift in our perspective. But sometimes, um, we have to make decisions around what we can do to change our, how we're showing up in order to create something to be inspired, to reinvent some area or some facet of ourself that does feel neglected. Mm. Um, and this work, does it doesn't do itself. Like, And half the battle is identifying those areas and those aspects and bringing awareness to it so that you know what you do have to do in order to move forward. Mm. Um, and something I want to just really briefly touch on is like, we can't necessarily control what happens to us in our life, you know, especially around childhood trauma, right? We, can't, Oof, we yeah. can't control that, No. but what we can do is we, there comes a point where we have to settle up with how we're handling all of it. Oof. We have to reconcile <laughs> with how we choose to partake in the present yes. with yes. those traumas, with those wounds, with those fears. Mm. Um, and it's our responsibility to recognize uh, what feels authentic. It's our responsibility to do the work around healing. It's our responsibility to interact with justice. Oh fuck. Right? Woo! Right. The nips are hard. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Use use our let's use our past as a reference guide yes. versus a map of where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, so pulling in the house home aspect here, first things first, and I think this is fitting for the fact that it's about to be the holidays.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) A house isn't always a home. And I think for many, it can be a war zone. It can be a place of secrets. It can be a place of wounding Um, and old wounds can create really nasty stagnation. Oh. Right? They can sit and they can fester and really bleed into so many different facets of our life. Um, so again, we're presented with this idea of justice through exploration of the past. And this, you know, this isn't just a personal past, but it can also be the collective past because I really do think as a collective, we are in this major age of reconciliation.
0: Well, we were saying the other day, this is the era of the tower. Yes. If you know tarot,
1: you know the tower card. Mags. is major deconstruction. It's major destruction. It's, it's pulling and towering down everything. It's massive change. It's pulling down everything that is not functional for the highest and greater good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is where we are. And that is where we are. <laughs>
0: Holy fuck. We have
1: set up camp. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The collective wound. The collective wounding. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um. So, and then, so if we if we are exploring the collective past, which isn't even that far, but if we go back far enough, houses weren't a thing. Mm. Um, uh, Communities and tribes were were our reality and people were all working towards the common bo- goal of basic survival.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And obviously, you know, our times have drastically changed and it's ushered in a lot of separatism. Ugh. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sooner that we all realize that we're in this together and when one suffers all suffer, yeah. uh, the better. Like we got like all hands on deck peeps. Oh, we got yeah. we got shit to deal and we got we got shit to settle.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So that chicken, the ancient past, justice, and then the house were it's just this collective feeling of what have we learned personally and as a collective and how can we take that wisdom Not keep repeating the same mistakes. Use it as a guide to move forward. And level the fuck up. Please and thank you. Please and thank you.
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. shit. That deck did not fuck around.
1: No. No. Like,
0: we pulled, and we both just were like, oh.
1: Yeah, it it hit. (laughs) like.
0: Yeah, um, and especially a, a a social justice warrior like Audre Lorde mm-hmm. to pop up in that poll. Um, just speaking to how present that um, that that call mm-hmm. is in the collective, um, and I don't know about you, I think.
1: I think I do,
0: um, but that call from within to contribute in some way, shape, or
1: form—yeah—to
0: this this rebuilding, mm-hmm. this visionary, creative time that we're in. Because when the tower falls, yeah, it's time to rebuild, um, and it is that this very like fertile time where we can dare to dream, dare to dream, and we can reimagine. And we can say wild things like, you know, like, well, what if we just sit down and try to work out like houses made of sugar cookies, you know? <laughs> I mean, let's really give it a go, guys. And obviously, that's hyper hyperbolic, but um, we really get to explore things that we've never done. We get to we get to look at uh, infrastructure, we yeah. get to look at transportation, we get to look at fucking human rights, Boom. we get to look at um workers rights we get to look at indigenous rights we get to look at how black lives fucking matter we get to look at all of this shit and and absolutely push the past to the to the place where we rem- we realize that it, that it's not it is not the the map we want anymore, right? We look at right. everything that needs that we need to move forward that is fully egalitarian, that is collaborative, yeah, that is collectively oriented.
1: Yep. And I I like what you said of you know, dare to dream. Mm-hmm. You know, because Sagittarius, if we want to bring this into this this moon. Yeah. Sagittarius is so playful and so lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times it can feel really overwhelming. Um, when you have an idea of how you want something to be, but you don't necessarily even let yourself dream about it because you don't, you can't see how it will get done. Yeah. And the point is, guys, we just have to start where we are. Yeah. And we have to trust that we're going to take these baby steps and that things will fall into place. But we have to start. And it starts with that inner landscape, mm. changing the conversation within ourselves, the The dialogue that we have with ourself, Mm -hmm. drawing that compassion out, and and then once once you can give that to yourself, you can give it to the whole fucking world. Mm -hmm. And
0: this moon really is asking you to check in with your values,
1: yeah, because
0: Sagittarius is very concerned philosophy, like values, ethics, how we move in relation to one another, um, to check in with those um, those parts of yourself and and to be quite concerned with um your sense of values if it's reflected outwards Um, are you living Mm -hmm. in line with what you actually believe yeah that's a big one it's huge so if you believe everybody is equal do you move through the world with those actions of of creating equality wherever you go Mm -hmm. um or fighting for equality wherever you go um yeah yeah it's a doozy it's a doozy out there but we got this we got this we got this
1: i believe in us
0: we're all babes you're all fucking babes (laughs) you're nailing it and i love you Mm -hmm. um so let's move into this like soul revealing (laughs) next part of the episode We're fine, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, all right. So the next part of the podcast, we'd be moving into like question from the community, or like we're doing this time, sort of like gut wrenching uh, self realizations and like sharing it publicly and shit like that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like what we're doing. We're yeah. super excited about that. I feel great. <laughs> Be fine. I just ate cheese, guys. <laughs> Things are happening. <laughs> okay, so serious stuff, right? Because I'll always make us laugh at our pain. That's <laughs> uh, just <laughs> it's what I do. My favorite quality. <laughs> it's like my ammo. Uh, um, <laughs> so we found sort of this um, really beautiful writing around the new moon, mm-hmm. um, that was sort of asking what core wounds are surfacing for you around mm-hmm. this time or, and, or, right. What, uh, truth is being illuminated for you at this point in your life? Um, and. who, oh, uh, yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to start.
1: Well, I'm not ready to. To I'm not sure about my truth that's being illuminated. I'm still letting that ruminate, but mm-hmm. my core wound that's surfacing. I'm like, which which one do I pick? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think my one one of them would be that. Um, you know, reminding myself that not everyone's out to get me and that I'm safe.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I have a, lo- I have a really big wound with betrayal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I couldn't exactly tell you like s- some pinpointed moment of where it all began. Mm-hmm you know, I've done some past life regression work. Yeah. And I know that like my, the, the life that I, the past life that I explored with this amazing local healer. Oh, she's so brilliant. She's so brilliant. So cool. So Um, sweet! yeah. And just so wise. Um, that life ended in like a really epic betrayal. Mm. And I don't know if I carried that wounding it probably into this life. Uh Um, but, yeah, I think i'm I kind of just kind of always have my guard up. Mm-hmm. And so learning how to cultivate my own safety, a container for me to explore my my vulnerability, yeah, with myself, yeah, and through the dynamics, you know, with other people, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, I would say, you know, the feeling of just like, Getting let down. And I remember having so many friendships when I was little where. I'm super protective over the people that I love. Like, I am I am everyone's ride or die. It's like, I will fight with you and go into battle with you till the end. I'm f- going to fucking slay with you. Venus and Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Venus and Scorpio and yeah. and, a, and a Scorpio moon, too. Yes. So I'm just like, I'm You're extra. fucking so loyal and I'm yeah. so protective. She is, you guys. She's the best. Yeah. just know that. And I just remember so many times in my childhood through friendships, r- learning that other people just won't, weren't, weren't really there. like that, and mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't necessarily contribute that type of loyalty or that yeah. type of protection. Yeah. And I had a lot of like best friends betray me, or manipulate me, or emotionally abuse me. Yeah. And so I, I learned very, very young to try to just keep everyone at arm's length, Yeah. even no matter how much I did love them. It was like, someday this person is going to disappoint you or let you down in a way that you're just not going to be able to recover from. Wow. So I think that is a, that is a big core wound that I've done a lot of work with this past year. And yeah. Proud of you, baby. M- moving through a lot of it, but also seeing the ways that it rears its horns mm. and it can be way more destructive than, than protective of myself. Like it does more damage. Like yes. good. Yeah. Cause it also robs me of intimacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, um, you won't
0: find healing in the
1: same way you get hurt. Right. Boom. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can, when you move through life being scared of being betrayed, you yourself are betraying your own essence because mm-hmm. your own essence essence just wants love and connection. Yeah. But when you are like a walls up, yeah. you're robbing yourself of that. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I found
0: my words. <laughs> See, you found it, man. I dig it. Totally why. Um, I don't know that I have like a specific core wound that's surfacing and I won't be like snarky typical me and be like, which one? You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Because, uh, you know, like, because I have, I think done a lot of really good work around those core wounds. I don't know if mine is, like, quite betrayal so much as, um, oh, yeah, probably is. <laughs> <laughs> now that I really think about it, uh, fucking, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, i dealt with a lot of d- death and sickness and um, not being able to be a child when I needed to be a child. Um, and, and I'm wanting love and attention when, um, I couldn't, I was told it was inappropriate to ask for it, I guess is the best way to explain that without being super specific. Um, and basically, um, being told that any, any kind of grasp for love and attention was, a stress, or inconvenient, or inappropriate, or right? any form of yeah. outward love and affection
1: mm-hmm.
0: was like, mm, uh-uh. and we could blame that on like my waspy family, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, or, like, or we could, I um, could blame it on all kinds of things. But like you were saying earlier, you've got to, at a certain point, take yes. responsibility and and tend to those wounds and realize that like it's on me to make sure that I get those needs met by myself mm-hmm. first before yeah. i ask anybody around me in the world at large to show me love and affection yeah. um and i think I think I'm a very loving and affectionate you are person anyhow like I just like give in oodles because I love snuggles. <laughs> <laughs> I love telling people that I love them and I love telling people how amazing they are cuz you're all fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a, I'm 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 sort of like naturally a very loving lovey person and I think I had to squash that and push that down yeah. for a lot of my um for a lot of my childhood and that was that was a, was a fucking bummer man yeah. um, and I can say honestly like I don't feel that surfacing really right now um because like you I am like that ride or die yeah. kind of kind of pal and like My friends know, like, if you need me, I'm there. If you need me, um, in the middle of the night, I'm fucking there. If you need anything, you call me, like, I got you. Um, I really do feel right now, like, the truth that's being illuminated at this point in my life is that I have been, I think because of that core wound, Mm -hmm. um, a chronic people pleaser. Okay. Um, Instead of checking in with what I wanted, it was, like, trying to reflect back to people what they wanted. I wanted to be yeah. what other people wanted. Yeah. And I will definitely call out my Mars and Libra because Libra is the sign of, like, the mirror, like, mm-hmm. the reflective surface. Um, and it's sort of, like, this airy shapeshifter, right? Yeah. Um, that can sort of be... Charming and beautiful, whatever they yeah, need to the be. Chameleon, the chameleon. Um, and I, I mean, I would throw that m- more the Gemini mutability, but like Libra is such a, such a shapeshifter too. And I think we don't, yeah. I don't think we acknowledge the faces of Libra as much as we should. But yeah. anyhow, like that people pleasing part of myself, people pleasing yeah, I come up with some of my own words sometimes. <laughs> I yeah, I'm sorry about that.
1: Um
0: that sort of uh I, like subjugated my own desires because it was like, oh man, I shouldn't do that. I should be, we were talking about this the other day. I should be of use. Yeah, I should be helpful. And especially being a woman in America, right? Uh a white woman of privilege in America, right? You're are, you have a certain amount of expectations of the way you show up in the world and you're supposed mm-hmm. to be giving and you're supposed to be loving and you're supposed to be this like temple of femininity and yeah. whatever, right? You're yeah. supposed to be all of these things and, <clears throat> and you try for years and years to show up in that way. And then you realize like, Oh my God, I'm fucking dying inside. Cause
1: it's not authentic. It's not authentic.
0: It's not accurate. Yeah, You know, it's not, it's not, really where I am so I think for me like just realizing that you know like I've done all this work like unearthing my own sense of ethics and values and um instead of reflecting other people's back to them Mm -hmm. i really found what 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 feels the most like home yeah within myself um and I'm really I'm kind of I'm kind of just like nervous, yes, but I'm also just really fucking stoked to see how I bring that into my life and how I, how I bring all of those things into my actions, um, and it is sort of this that calling back to that little segment that we read about the new moon, um, not necessarily a new beginning, but a landing yeah a landing energy around this new moon like a coming home yeah almost but you're not we're not arriving yeah we're sort of in
1: flight right yeah I think she said something about like we're in flight preparing for the landing yeah instead of like the cliche phrase of like we're taking flight yeah it's like no we've been in flight yes
0: there was turbulence. What? And In Flight Meal was bullshit. And <laughs> the movie, pretzels were stale as fuck. The movie was like some fucking Adam Sandler bullshit on repeat, <laughs> and like not the good Adam Sandler shit. Like, like the, the bad, the shitty stuff. That, why the do, stuff. Like, why did he do? Why you do that, Adam Sandler, baby? Why? You're a funny man. Make better choices, honey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. Um, Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of where I, I feel on, like, that's how I feel about my, my, my truths. That's truth with an F. T R U F. Truth. Perfect. Perfect. Um. So, yeah, you feel like
1: you got anything else to share? Mm. Core wounds were a good one. Yeah, I think the the truth. That's being illuminated is that, and this is like a daily conversation in my head, being vulnerable does not make me weak, being vulnerable or, or softening and showing those, that part or that side of myself doesn't even necessarily make me more susceptible to, to betrayal or to getting hurt. You know, it's risky, but everything's risky.
0: And if somebody betrays you, like, that's on them. It's not on your vulnerability.
1: And if they betray me, what? then they have just revealed their true character, and it's a blessing because then you can exit my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> See ya. I'll chase you out of her life. <laughs> I will hunt she you down. Will. She will. And she I totally will. They
0: will. I will. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think, I think we're wrapping up on this, uh, Sagittarius new moon episode. Um, we wanted to take a minute to say thank you so much to everybody who came to, um, our one year Sunday revival, um, circle that was, it was really, it was really, um, humbling and healing and. So potent. So fucking awesome to see the ways that people when given the opportunity to show up for for one another, they yeah. really they really do. Yeah. They really do. And um they're kind and respectful and they make space for other people. Um yeah. and it's just it's been such a, an incredible honor. Yeah. To mm-hmm. to hold circle circle for people for the last year. So Yeah thank you you. thank you thank you um hey what did the um math book say to the other math Mm. book
1: what you
0: got problems (laughs) all right we're out of here i had to end it with a really bad joke um (laughs) we love you (laughs) We will see you guys on the Gemini motherfucking full moon coming up December 12th, 12th, 12/12. Oh my god. Then, I don't know. There's some hot crazy shit happening this <laughs> month, baby, so just get ready. Also, send us dad jokes cuz I really like them. Yeah, send me your, all of your goofy bad jokes. Um
1: We love you. We love you. Bye.